Alright, hey man, great job man. Road Warriors, right? Road Warriors, man. Never easy going on the road. Never easy in the NFL, period. Right? There's a process that goes with winning. There's also a damn mentality that goes with winning. You guys got it, man. Great job sure. right there. Good good Josh Allen, break us down. Let's go. Let's go. Hey, on to the next one. Watch it, learn from it. Get on to the next one. Win on three, one, two, three. Win. right now. Hey, we're live. Everybody got me? Live. Let's go, baby. Every man do their job. 111. Playoff caliber defense. Let's go. No overthinking, right? Go play some ball. Go play some football. It's an exciting time to be a Buffalo Bill and a fan of the Buffalo Bills. Hello, everybody, and welcome to week three of the Sean McDermott Show presented by Connors and Ferris, your workers' comp attorneys. Sean, thanks again for joining us. Congratulations on another victory to get to 2-0. This week was a little different. Your offense coming back scoring twice in the fourth quarter. It must be uh, great to see Josh be able to do that and lead your offense back like that. Yeah, it was good to see, Steve. Uh, you know, we, we talked about the first, the first game, the first win, and we got out to a big lead in the first win. And, and in the second game, obviously, in this win, we, we uh, played a nip and tuck game back and forth, and we were actually trailing, as you mentioned, the fourth quarter. So uh, those are kind of good um, foundation builders for, for the season, things that we can build on and, and use as we move ahead here. Well, Josh, once again, set career highs with his passing performance, 417 yards, four touchdowns throwing. is probably the best we've seen him throw the football in his career, do you think? He's looked good. He really has. He's off to a nice start, Steve. Um, you know, really not much different, though, than the way he's practiced. And I think that's a great message to the, all, the, all those young players out there that uh, there is there is a importance to practice and practicing at a high level. And that's led to the execution that you've seen and the fans have seen, quite honestly, the last couple of weeks from our offense. And, of course, you can't mention, Josh, without talking about the monster game you got out of Steph Diggs. Eight catches, 153 yards, plus a touchdown. What have you learned about Diggs over these first couple of games? Well, he's an energy booster, man. He, he loves to compete, uh, brings great, great vibes to our, to our sideline, to the, to the bench, to the field uh, on game day, including, including practice, really. Uh, so uh, just been a great addition. Uh, and I think he's helped Josh in a lot of ways. He, he's an encouraging guy, man. So whenever somebody uh, has a play they want back, he's always there encouraging them and, and uh, you know, being a great team player, which is, which is great to see. Uh, Josh connected on eight completions that went for more than 20 yards this last week. Two of them went for touchdowns, and it seems like the deep ball was a big part of his offense against the Dolphins. Was it a point of emphasis to add that explosive element to your passing game? I think more than anything, we were just trying to take what was there. Uh, they were going to play man coverage quite a bit and press man, and, and we knew that going down there. And, and I thought Coach Dable and the offensive staff put a great plan together, and and then uh, the players executed at a, at a high level. And when given the opportunity, we made some big-time plays on the ball, uh, whether it was John Brown, Cole, uh, Stefan. I mean, the backs got involved. Isaiah McKenzie, the tight ends got involved. And then uh, a play that should be overlooked is, is the great catch in the back of the end zone by Gabe Davis. Yeah, and for the second straight game here early in the season, as you might expect, a rookie scored their first NFL touchdown. This week he had two of them. Reggie Gilliam scored the first one of the day, and then Gabriel Davis caught the go-ahead touchdown in the fourth quarter. How great was it to see those youngsters step up and make plays for your offense? Yeah, so much fun, right? I mean, people talk pro ball, and at the end of the day, these guys are they're human beings, man. They got big hearts, and they love one another, and it was just cool to see the reaction of the sideline, the reaction of the teammates,
on the field, the guys that are out there. I mean, we must have had six, seven, eight guys around uh, around those guys when they scored. And just really cool to see guys being happy for one another and celebrate one another's success. In my broadcast career and in my playing career, I've seen that uh, after getting a delay of game, like when you had a weather delay or some power outage in other games, the team that was in control kind of struggles to turn it back on. How tough is it to get your team to turn it back on following a long halftime and then a weather delay? Yeah, it was a challenge. Uh, we were prepared for it from a, from a, a preparation standpoint in terms of the organization of what we had, had in store. And, uh, but it is a challenge. It was a long, a long halftime and then a long time if you add that together with the lightning, the weather delay. So I thought we managed it as, as best we could, but certainly we can continue to learn from it. And uh, at the end of the day, though, we made the stops in the fourth quarter uh, when we needed to, and, and the offense converted. And then we won the game on the uh, on the hands team with the onsides kick there. So well executed and, and, a, and a good team win. Well, Miami, they, they scored 28 points, got over 400 yards of total offense. It's out of character for your team. 18 of those points and about 250 of those yards came after that weather delay. How did that impact your defense in particular in the second half? I thought we were on our heels a little bit, quite honestly, Steve. And, and so we've got to you know, go back and look at some things that we can do differently. And that starts with me. And, and uh, you know, it goes all the way down uh, to our defensive staff and, and the players. We, we've got to do a better job. We didn't play our style of defense in particular in that second half. And, and so we got to come out, have a good week of practice this week, and put our best foot forward here. All right, thanks, Coach. We'll catch up with you later in the show to get your final thoughts on your matchup with the Rams on Sunday. Chopping Wood is presented by St. Bonaventure University, the official education provider of the Buffalo Bills. Welcome back to the Sean McDermott Show. Now it's time for our good buddy Eric Wood to break down the film from the Bills win in Miami in another edition of Chopping Wood. E, Josh Allen set another career high, 417 yards passing, had a career high six, 25-yard-plus completions. How did the Bills get their passing game going this week? They connected on a number of different ways. A lot of it was through the play action. And to think back to last year, the Miami game got them going. That was the first ball they completed over 30 yards all season. They got one to John Brown in the Miami game. And just two weeks into the season, we get to play down to Miami, and they got it going again. Yeah, and it's interesting, too. Let's start. There's a lot of things to choose from, but we'll start. We're taking a look at the 26-yard catch to Cole Beasley in the middle of that first touchdown drive of the Bills, 97 yards. Happened early in the game, and it got him off to a good start. It did. And Cole Beasley, as the third receiver for the Buffalo Bills, just seems crazy. The way he's able to separate, he's such a valuable piece for them in the slot. And the Bills utilize play action a lot. They use a lot of crossing routes. And in here, they don't even get a great rub. But Josh Allen showed incredible touch on his crossing routes yesterday. Not not rifling it too hard, not leaving too much air under it where the DB could make a play. I thought he was just absolutely perfect in a lot of his touch plays. And as you notice here, Josh has all day to throw, and he did all day yesterday. The offensive line, the tight ends when they were in, the running backs, everybody protected well. Later down in that drive, the Bills are on goal line, and for the second week in the row, they're going to come out in big, heavy personnel and run a hard play action for the touchdown. Yeah, last week we saw Josh Allen bootleg out and Ryan Bates was actually trying to release late and Josh Allen ran it in himself. This time they run another hard play action and Josh Allen rolls out to his right instead of his left last week, sees Reggie Gilliam. And for the rookie, this is a contested play on the goal line. It's a great catch 
making a catch outside of his body, bringing it in and getting in for the touchdown. We had two Bills make their first touchdowns yesterday in Gabriel Davis and Reggie Gilliam. Congrats to those guys. Yeah, now let's go to the second quarter on a first and 10. The Bills are going to run play action again, this time out of shotgun. Yeah, they are. And this is a hard play action again. And like I said earlier, the protection once again is there for the Bills. And just another great execution, making plays down the field for the Bills. And Josh, again, puts a great touch on this ball. Almost, I mean, it's a risky throw, but when you have a receiver like Diggs, a lot of times he can almost play defensive back if you need him to. So you let a guy like Diggs go up and make plays for you. And I love the way Diggs snatches the ball out of the air on this play. Later on in the game, the Miami Dolphins take the lead for the first time. And the first play of the drive, what do they do? They're going to draw one up to their number one guy, and this is another big play to Diggs. It is, and it's a great sign that when the game's on the line, the Bills are confident in Josh airing the ball out down the field. And look at the separation that Stephon Diggs is able to get there. And that's just, that's what elite receivers in this league can do. They can separate like that. And he, he's upset with himself. It appears at the end of the play that he slipped and he didn't get in for the touchdown. But for the Bills, when they absolutely needed to play most, it, it, it's so great that they have the confidence to go down the field. Tyler Croft with a great one-on-one -on -one block on that play as well against Kyle Van Noy, who's been a productive pass rusher. Bill seen him in a Patriots uniform the last couple of years. He makes a great block on this play to allow Josh Allen to get this ball off down the field. All right, here they are with a third down, critical third down. They got to go back to the play action again for the nail in the coffin. This is the nail in the coffin, and Josh Allen just barely misses John Brown. Seemed like a miscommunication uh, a couple plays prior where John Brown broke off a route. Josh Allen threw it high, and here the safety's going to jump Stephon Diggs, and when he does that, John Brown's going to be wide open over the top of the defense, and this is a great pitch and catch, great execution by them, and like I said on the previous play, for them to have the confidence to allow Josh to throw the ball out there and let it loose down the field shows tremendous confidence in their third-year quarterback, and, and, he's, and he's letting it pay off for them. He leads the league in passing two games into the season. Who would have thought that? If you would have said yards from scrimmage, I think maybe Bill's fans would believe you, thinking he did a lot of it with his legs. But he throws this ball 55 yards flat-footed from the pocket. The Bill's fans, the Bill's organization has got to be fired up with the play that they're getting out of their third-year quarterback early in this season. Eric, thanks so much for the insights. We're going to talk to you next week when we break down the film against the L.A. Rams. Thanks, bud. I'm looking forward to it, Steve. Game Preview is presented by Independent Health. You deserve the red shirt treatment. Maddie Glab here with this week's Game Preview. It's the battle of two undefeated teams as the Bills host the Rams in week three. It will be Buffalo's first of four games against the NFC West. LA brings in a high power offense that ranks fifth in the NFL, averaging 435.5 yards per game. Their run game boasts 172 rushing yards a game. Rams quarterback Jared Goff leads an offense that converts 55.2% of their third downs. Goff is completing 68.9% of his passes with the 10th best 108.5 rating. The Rams defense with Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey has only allowed 18 points per game, which is third best in the league. 
Bills quarterback Josh Allen is coming off back-to-back career games after his 417-yard 4-TD day against the Dolphins. Buffalo has the third-best offense, averaging 464 yards a game. Allen leads the NFL in passing yards with 729, while his new connection, Stephon Diggs, ties for the lead league in receiving yards with 239. 11 of Diggs' 16 catches have been for first downs. After allowing 28 points to Miami, Buffalo's defense still ranks with the best at fifth in the league. While the Rams have a rushing offense that ranks third, the Bills have a rushing defense that also ranks third, allowing only 75.5 yards per game. The Bills are currently the only team in the NFL to rank in top five on total offense and defense. That's this week's game preview. Steve, back to you. Thanks as always, Maddie. Now, Coach, you've played both on the road and in front of some fans and at a home empty stadium. You've gotten a taste of the different environments you're going to play in this year. Do you feel like home field advantage is still a factor in this unique season? Well, it is and it isn't. I mean, honestly, uh, we love our fans and it was great to see those fans down in, in, uh, in Florida uh, this past weekend and, and we're going to miss them when we're back home here. And, but we know they're outside, man, cheering for us, watching watching us from home and, and from everywhere across our country and the world. We know they're in our hearts, and, and, and we want them to know that, uh, that we're thinking of them as we play, and, and that 12th man's important to us. We wish that they could be here. Obviously, that's not a decision that, that we can make, but uh, we wish someday uh, hopefully they'll return and, and that we'll be able to play in front of them again. The Los Angeles Rams have got a couple of top defenders as they come into town. They've got a top elite player in Aaron Donald and also Jalen Ramsey. Guys like that on the other side of the ball, how do they impact your process in getting a game plan together? Well, you got to have a, a, a complementary plan that, that's cohesive and fits together with all three phases. Those guys are tough to deal with. Uh, they're, they, they're guys that can wreck game plans, and, and so we've got to be very aware of them as we shape our game plans and strategic, uh, yet also be aggressive in what we're doing and, and how we do it. Well, the Rams come to town this week 2-0. Both your offense and the Rams are averaging over 400 yards a game so far this year. What type of game are you expecting against the L.A. Rams? Well, it's going to be a big challenge. Like I said before, they're a good football team, well coached. You know, we've got to make sure that we continue to grow as a football team this week as we prepare. Thanks, Coach. Good luck on Sunday. We're going to be back next week to break down the game with the Rams and look forward to the Bills' first trip to Las Vegas to face the Raiders. Thanks for watching the Sean McDermott Show presented by Connors and Ferris. We'll see you next week. Go Bills. Final Thoughts is presented by your local Toyota dealers. The Sean McDermott Show is presented by Connors and Ferris, your workers' comp attorneys. By Independent Health, you deserve the red shirt treatment. And by your local Toyota dealers.